Are you doing your part? The book on writing well, the classic guide to writing nonfiction, is one I wish I had read long ago. First copyrighted in the year of America's bicentennial, it is a gem for those who wish to communicate a clear, clean, inspiring message to readers. One particular passage from the book seems especially appropriate for this Independence Day. The author devoted a chapter to writing about places. Authors often approach the subject from the standpoint of how the first-time visitor feels about the experience. The richer account, however, comes from those who live or work there every day as they recount what attracts people to that place. The author illustrates his point in this paragraph about Mount Rushmore, spoken through the words of a park ranger. The paragraph from the 25th anniversary issue reads as follows. In the afternoon, when the sunset throws the shadows into that socket, one of the rangers, Fred Banks, said, you feel that the eyes of those four men are looking right at you, no matter where you move. They're peering right into your mind, wondering what you're thinking, making you feel guilty. Are you doing your part? If history's taught us anything, it ought to be that ordinary people are capable of extraordinary things when good ideas and a determination to see them through combine. We saw that proof in the fight for independence and the establishment of a young nation. We continue to see that proof through the contributions of scientists, doctors, and businessmen whose ideas have made our lives better. How many times do we have our own good ideas, ideas which would improve our life and the lives of those around us, but we fail to move them forward? How many times do the big things we could be doing get derailed by the day-to-day -day obligations? How often does forgetting one of those day-to-day -day obligations cost us time and energy to handle the resulting fallout? Occam's razor is a theory developed in the 14th century and implies that the simplest answer is usually the correct one. We need a strategy to avoid being tripped up by the underbrush of life and reserve some time and energy for that which is significant. We also need to have some clarity on what significance means to us. The answer requires just three words. Write it down. The to-dos in life come at us from all directions, and they never show up in the order of importance. The trivial and the life-changing appear, often with equal fanfare. The ability to put it all into a system which never forgets spells the difference between frustration and tranquility. I need to be able to see everything I have to do, big and little, significant and mundane, do now and do far in the future. When I can see all of it, when I can see all of my choices, then I make better choices about how I invest my time. Some people accomplish this aim with a paper-based book. Others use a digital tool. As we approach Independence Day, it's interesting to note that Benjamin Franklin is noted for the book he carried with him. He used this book to chart a course to the mastery of 13 virtues he defined for himself. Two centuries later, the Franklin Planner was named for the man who certainly did his part to help a young nation in its most critical times. Independence Day is a day of celebration. It is a day to remember those who did their part so long ago 
so that we enjoy the freedom that is the envy of the world. It's also a day to ask ourselves a question. The same question Fred Banks sees in the eyes of those four figures every day. Are we doing our part? Are we giving at least as much as we're taking? What is it we do today that in some way is making tomorrow's better for us and for those to come? This has been Frank Buck. Thanks for listening. Now go and make today count.